Indigenous to the kingdom of God, followers of Jesus, living life led by Holy Spirit, disciples of the way, tellers of the truth, forerunners of freedom, desiring to be an altar where his fire falls. We We are are alternative. Hey everybody, it's Claire and Alicia. Welcome back to Alternative. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say woohoo, but I just feel like gotta mix it up in this time. Because <laughs> we're consuming so much content that if we say the same thing over and over again, no one really listens, but it's sinking in. Okay, except I will say that sometimes I like to repeat what they're like. When I listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, it feels it's familiar. Mm. Alicia, welcome back to you. I'll, like, I can just, if anybody's <laughs> like me, they're mimicking what we're saying. So when we switch it up, they're probably like, ah. Oh, dang guys. it. Okay, well, let's try it again. Hey, y'all, it's Claire. And Alicia. Welcome back to Alternative. There we go. For okay, the people so who needed that, there we go. We're that. leaving it all in there. We're leaving it in there. Oh, all leaving it in. Two double intro, double portion. Let's go. And then those of you who get frustrated when we change it, you're just going to have to live with that next week. I know. And you know what? <laughs> For you, we'll keep it the same. I love when we change it, though, because when I'm listening, I'm always like, oh, my gosh, we're so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I always laugh at the people who (laughs) listen but also think we're so dorky. I love it. (laughs) Who doesn't want to listen to two dorky women? Oh, man, we're just dorky women are relatable. We're relatable. Amen. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on, you guys. I don't know if any of you remember. I don't even remember what season it was. I don't remember when I said it. But remember when we were, Claire was talking, brought up The Chosen, and I was like, well, you know, I don't know who said it. I'm a little rebellious, and I'm not watching it. <laughs> Do you remember this? I remember it so clearly. I was like, dang it, Alicia. And then I prayed in my heart, Lord, rebuke that rebellion in the name of Jesus. It's so dumb. It's not even rebellion. It's just I don't like watching that much TV or movies or anything. And there was also that part of me that just didn't want my, how I perceive Jesus to be skewed because I just have Mm. a really like goofy, sweet side of Jesus that I know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that to be tainted. I get it. Wow. My husband and I what ran, happened? Out of, ran out of things to watch. Because <laughs> <laughs> we really don't watch that much, but um, like every, a couple nights a week, we'll like turn on a sitcom or something. Well, yeah. We turned on The Chosen this week. <laughs> Praise God. Thank and you, I've Jesus. i so many times. It's and I'm so always moving. like, I'm always like, one more, just do one more episode. One more episode. I know. It's only 40 minutes. It's only 40 minutes. Oh my God. God, I'll supply my rest. <laughs> my daughter's still not sleeping through the night, so I'm always just like, you know, how many You're hours fine. can I make it? Yes. And it is guys, so good. I'm so happy. So good. It's so good. And the reason that I'm bringing this up today Tell is because we're talking about content. Boom. And relationships. And The Chosen is such good content. <laughs> Yes, it's something, oh my gosh, that is like, you feel good after watching it. Like you cry and your heart is like healed in some sort of way and you feel super connected to Christ Jesus because they do a good relationship with him. Yes, it truly does. You see Jesus as human when you watch this and it's not in, like they've just 
And I'm just praying over them, like their creative connection to God continues so they can complete all of their seasons because just the way that they create this connection. I mean, since some people are so visual and they don't, and when you're reading the Bible, sometimes it's hard for people to see Jesus as human if they're like a visual learner. And so this is just a good aid to reading your Bible because truly, after you watch it, you're like, I need to go read my Bible. Like you feel that inside of yourself to go read your word. It's not like, let me consume, consume, consume more of chosen, even though you want to, but it plants the seed in your heart to find out what the Bible is telling you. And so it's not a replacement for the word of God, but it actually creates this hunger in you to consume something even better than the chosen. Yes. So it's incredible. And they take so much creative liberty. Like, yeah, they do. They do. You so have to be aware of that, much. too. You have to know going into it, like, you are not watching the Bible. Yes. <laughs> like, you are watching a representation of what life could have been like. Could have been like in that time period as with, Jesus walked the earth. Exactly. Exactly. With a lot of biblical references. Yes. And honestly, I love that because I am an artist, and so, like, I do that all mm. the time. I mean, like, if you guys have been listening to Movie Metaphor Monday, you know, like... Yes. I am 100% okay if we're departing from Scripture if we are being truthful to what Scripture is. Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's great. And so yes. it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Anyway, I have to tell you this. This is so, so, so cool. If any of you guys have listened to this podcast and you've heard my Jesus story dream, because it was like yes. life-changing for me. Um, and I shared how like Satan came disguised as like mm. the modern Jesus, you know, like how he's in the paintings with the long hair mm-hmm. and like whatever. Um, but, and he had like light coming out of his eyes, but I was like, I don't want to look at him. I, and I wouldn't look him in the eyes. And then I was in, at the time, our apartment, the scene switched and Jesus showed up in a shadow with black hair and like black robe. So if any of you guys remember this, or it was like a darker robe. Anyway. That's cool. Whatever episode we watched of The Chosen last night. Claire, it was the one where he sits down with Nicodemus and oh, talks on the rooftop. Oh, one of my favorite episodes. Okay, yes. When, when Nicodemus walks up on the roof and Jesus takes the hood off of his <gasps> cloak and he is like wow. just a shadow, wow. that is who I saw in my dream. You stop. <laughs> I just got chills. Thank you, Jesus. I, wow. Like, grabbed, I like squeezed, I like threw my hand on like, I probably like put a hole like a oh hole goodness. in his Praise stomach God. how hard I slapped <laughs> him and I was like oh my gosh and he was like what what, what what happened what happened and I just like immediately started crying I was like that's I what saw I saw that. in my dream that's what I saw oh it my goodness so cool. it was so cool <gasps> wow. so yeah because like, I don't know if I remember saying to you guys like he just didn't show up like I expected him to show up in my dream yes and, and so that's like, and really that's cool. so true to when Jesus showed up into the world, he didn't show up like everybody expected him to show up. Right. He showed up different. And for the people who had eyes to see, yeah. they and saw like, him. Also the fact that it was like Nicodemus walking up there who was like yes. trained up in this one way, but he's searching, 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 searching. Yes. And then Nicodemus he was the Pharisee of Pharisees, you know, yes. like Paul says, like <laughs> Paul mentions that about himself, I think, but he was like the top dog. Like Nicodemus was for those listening and who don't know. So he was interested in Jesus and interested in having a, like he, they portray him as like almost getting there with Jesus. Like he, they, he saw him, but he didn't because he was so bound by the rules and the law and his way of life. People pleasing and doing it properly and 
Mm-hmm. The traditions yeah. that he had been Tradition. stuck to. Yep. Yes. So Which kind really of, good. okay, that is amazing, Alicia. I had no I idea. Know. I'm so glad. That was a live reaction. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I knew about that. So all that to say, yes. this content that I'm like consuming with The Chosen is so important because Claire has this incredible revelation about that word that she's going to drop yes. in your ear balls right now. Yes, and we're going to kind of do this live action also, so bear with me as we chat together. So just <laughs> the other day, I'm sitting at my table reading my Bible, and some friends of mine and Alicia had been, just random occasion, been talking about guarding our gates, which are like your spiritual gates, like your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your heart, you know, like these places where things can come in and contaminate And so I'm kind of thinking about that, and then all of a sudden, the word content came into my mind. And then I wrote it down, I said, oh my gosh, that is the same word as content. Content and content are literally spelled the same way, which we learned is a heteronym, (laughs) okay? And so there's other words like this, but I had never realized that content and content were the same thing. And so I'm just start, I just start sitting there with the Lord, and I'm like, God, what are you wanting to show me? And he says, he starts talking to me about social media and just this world we live in right now and how much content we're consuming. And we're literally, we have access 24-7 to content, like on our phones, if you think about that, and just how the world today, we're so discontent. There's so much sadness, depression, mm-hmm. suicide. There's so much just discontentment in the world And for some word, because we're consuming so much content, we're being left discontent. Mm -hmm. And so for those two words to be the exact same, we were like, okay, God, there's something deeper here that you want us to recognize. And so I just started like writing things down, like really quickly, just thought after thought. And um, one of the things I wrote down was that social media and YouTube, like influencers, whatever, TikTok, whatever you, whatever social you prefer. They're always trying to come up with more and more and more and more content to please their uncontent followers mm. because we become addicted to something because we're designed to crave the best content, yeah. which is Christ Jesus. And um, I, I was thinking about the way in which like, you become an avid Bible reader. Like, you start off with just consuming a little bit of the content which is inside the Word of God. And sometimes, you know, you hear people say, like, it's really hard for me to just sit down and read my Bible. But when you start, you may be like, okay, I'm going to read a a verse today. And so you sit down, you read a verse, and you can maybe walk away. But as you are um, repetitious with this discipline and you keep coming back to your word that hunger for more you become discontent because you realize how life-giving the word of god is so now Mm -hmm. you're consuming some content that's actually bringing you life Mm. and it's pretty amazing because if you get stuck on the wrong content then you're uncontent but when you start consuming the correct content You're still uncontent, but it brings you life. Yeah. Like, like there's good, a scripture that talks feeling. about, there's a scripture that talks about Proverbs 15. He, let me find it. The righteous eat to their heart's content, but the stomach of the wicked goes hungry. And so I'm kind of like, wait a second. I've, I've, I don't, I just felt like that in the past was kind of confusing to me. And then when I started thinking about the idea of consuming the correct content, 
you see like the righteous. Who are the righteous? The people of God who know the word of God, who love Jesus, who have a relationship with Jesus Christ, who are walking covered by grace and mercy, covered by the blood. Like we eat until our heart's content because we are consuming, eating the word, and we're, we're content here because we are, we're nourishing our bodies mm. with the right words, the right ideas, the purifying content. You but know what it reminds cons- of? Oh, Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, but when we consume the wicked things of the world, we go hungry. And we keep searching and we keep searching. We keep going back to like, what's the word say? Like um, going back to your vomit. There's yes. a scripture about returning to your own vomit. Yeah, dog it's like back. this, yes. We start, when we start consuming the wrong things, we're left hungry, but we keep returning to it because we think that's where the satisfaction is. Yeah. And it's so not. I was Ugh. just, when you said that, I was thinking about like whenever I eat a really good salad. <laughs> like guys, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the person that's like, oh, I want to go make a salad. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Like, have you ever like somebody else maybe makes you a really good salad and you're like, this is so good. I could eat the whole bowl. Yeah. And then you do and you're like, this is so satisfying, but I can't eat any more. Yes. But you're craving it because it was so good for your body. Yes. But. Then you have the reverse of that, which would be like the giant chocolate cake, mm. and you're like, or vanilla cake, or cookies. Whatever you like. Not everybody likes sure. cake. Cookies, ice cream, whatever. Pie, and you're pie. Like, you pile so much on there, and you get halfway through, and you're like, my stomach is so upset, but you continue to eat it just because in your mouth it tastes good, but in your stomach Oof. it is just like, you want but you're still <laughs> eating it because it... It, the initial reaction instant is, satisfaction the instant satisfaction is delight wow yes the instant <laughs> mic drop that's it the instant satisfaction the instant gratification you feel it you feel it but then you get the ramifications the consequences of what comes later right but you never feel like you know? growing up after you have a salad <laughs> in fact your body processes it so fast that like 10 minutes later you're hungry again <laughs> <laughs> you like more salad and that's exactly. the same with the word of god right it's the same with the word of god so the whole point of that like just the simple fact that content and content are literally the same word and if you just saw the word and there was no definition there was nothing nothing behind it like you just saw these two words on the sheet of paper like you're not going to understand you're not going to understand until you start actually consuming it Mm-hmm. And then you then you can tell with the discernment from the Holy Spirit which content is going to leave you with being content. That's good. And so just in this season, God is making me very aware, and I'm noticing you, Alicia, and other friends who hear the voice of the Lord, just reminding us so much of what we're bringing into our bodies and just the importance of that. And it's really like shutting down the evil content, whether you think it's evil or not, shutting it down, shutting down things that are not, and I'm not saying don't enjoy a sitcom, but just being aware of what you're pulling into your body. Yeah. Cause what like, it is you're pulling what in. you were saying with like the eye gates, ear gates, mouth gates, note like everything. If there's input going into your body and what you were saying earlier about like, we just have to guard those things, both what goes in and what comes out. Like we can, anything goes in right to our eyes, to our ears, to our mouth, but what comes out of our mouth is also 
The overflow of the heart. The scripture. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. So, like, whatever goes in comes out. (laughs) Yes. And so, like, Claire was also mentioning, like, because of that, we have to be so careful because our bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so, like, we have God dwelling within us. Yep. And so, if we're consuming so much of that, how much room are we leaving for God himself? Yes. Yes. Which leads me to, hello, the Bible. (laughs) Okay, so that same, as I'm thinking about the content, content word, um, I had this whole vision of like a temple and um, like, I don't know, it was like a worldly temple, temple like you would find in like India or something like that. Very gold, very ornate, very worldly. Mm-hmm. And it was just filled with things and things and things. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what are, what are all these things? And it was like, these are the things that you're gazing upon and pulling into your temple and then this scripture came to my mind. And when I say you, it's just like the world, all of us, as yeah. we gaze upon the things that aren't of the Lord. Do you know, this is 1 Corinthians six nineteen. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You are bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Mm-hmm. And so honoring God with your body is taking a stand, guarding those gates, guarding those eyes, guarding your ears, guarding maybe even your nose, guarding your mouth, like guarding all your senses because we house God. Yeah. Like we house the Holy Spirit and we have got to start wrapping our mind around the fact that he's in there and we don't want him to be smothered by the thing because we're covered by grace. Like he's staying with us. Yeah. But we don't want to smother him out by the things that we're viewing, whether it be pornography, whether it be a trashy sitcom, whether it be or hearing a junky podcast or listening to gossip or spewing out of your mouth gossip. Like as we do these things, as we participate in these things that are not of the Lord, then we're crowding his temple. We're pulling in the junk and now we're crowding him. And what he wants to do when you accept him as Christ Jesus, is say, hey, I see that junk. Let me help you carry it out. Let me get this out of you. Help. Let me help you break off these chains, break off these strongholds from viewing these things, participating in these things, being in a sinful world. Like, let's stop pulling these things in. I'm with you, child. Like, let me help you take these things out one by one and create this pure place that actually brings abundant life. I had this thought. So I just want to talk about the nose. So I feel like we bring this up a lot, how, like, eye gates, ear gates, mouth gates, nose gates, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there like, how in the heck does God use smell? So I have two scriptures for you. There's, I think, 14 in the Bible total about the sense of smell. But before I get to the scriptures, I just wanted to mention briefly, because I think most people know this, but I just want to remind us, like, um, if you've ever heard of, like, children who are neglected when they're babies, right? Yes. Um, they're, if they have been left in their poop for a long time or if they're, like, in a place where they, like, are literally pooping on themselves or, like, sleeping next to their poop or something like that um, for extended periods of time. Guys, if your baby poops in the middle of the night, it's okay. <laughs> We're talking, like, day after day. Trauma, after day. neglect, they, severe neglect. Severe neglect, okay. Um, when they are older, they will prefer the smell of poop because it is that, like, that was content to them. That's what they knew. Um, yeah, that brought them the comfort. Comfort, yeah. Isn't that so awful? It's so sad. Anyway, so scent does something to a person. And, like, you also think of scent memory. Like, some of my, Mm. like, one of my earliest memories is of my great-grandmother's house. Mothballs. 
Mm-hmm. Right? I had the same memory. Yeah, it's like you'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll smell like vanilla or something, and it can throw you back 20 yes. years. Yes. It's just amazing. It can. Right? So, but this is why it's cool, and this is why it's important to God. So, two different scriptures. First one is Second Corinthians. You know what? I'm going to do Ephesians first. Um, Ephesians 5, 2. Live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ who loved you and gave himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. Um, and God was pleased because that sacrifice was like sweet perfume to him. Mm. So Christ giving up himself was a positive smell to the Lord. Then in 2 Corinthians 2, 15, it says, Our lives are a fragrance presented by Christ to God. But this fragrance is perceived differently to those being saved and those being and those perishing. To those who are perishing, we are fearful. We are a fearful smell of death and doom. So they're, they're mm. scared of our smell because they are dying. But to those who are being saved, we are life-giving perfume. So wow. like, we actually produce a supernatural smell to an others. An aroma. An aroma. Not just to others, but to the Lord. Because it says wow. that Christ presents us as a smell to God. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? It's so crazy. So there are a lot of other things that we could like do to unpack all this, but I just wanted to kind of show you how like we are a positive or negative smell. So like it is actually really important what we take into our nose. Yes. Because everything that we produce supernaturally is an odor. Mm, wow <laughs> like a positive one pleasant or negative, or negative. yeah and so the things that are coming into us which I th- i'm thinking about like our pores things are excreted out of our pores or like say you eat tons of garlic like that smell of garlic comes out of you and so as we're consuming this content it needs to be that pure that lovely what's our scripture what's our scripture oh my gosh come on pull it up philippians what is it Philippians 4, 8, think about the things that are pure and lovely and dwell on the fine, good things in others. Think about all you can praise God for and be glad about it. Mm. Be glad about it. So the things that we need to be thinking about, the things we need to be consuming, the things that we need to keep our eyes on, the things that we need to focus on as we look at, every, you know, uh, this content should be those things. Yeah. And I, and I think this was kind of like a warning from the Lord to just remind us, a gentle reminder, just a gentle discipline about the content that we're consuming because we want to be that beautiful, pleasing aroma to the Father. Yeah. Like the things that we put in are going to come out of us. Supernaturally, yeah. we're exposing it to Him. Other people can see it in the way we act, the fruit that we're producing. Like when we consume content that's garbage or mindless, like your fruit is going to be bland. Like, even Christians, like, looking at certain things that are just like, oh, they're fine. I'm just thinking about it. it doesn't produce in us this beautiful, yeah. delicious fruit. It could, it could just be producing some, like, cherries that are out of season <laughs> or something that you're like, oh, these are fine, but they're not as rich as they could be because I'm actually wasting my time in this stuff yeah. that's not of the Lord. And I also just wanted to say, like, and I speak from experience on this because I do not have a good sense of smell in the natural. Um <laughs> <laughs> your sense of smell and your and your taste works together. Mm, so, like mm-hmm. the things, like when you're producing good fruit, how do you know it's good fruit by the way that it tastes? Mm. But you taste better if you have a good sense of smell. Like your nose yes. works together with that spiritual sense of smell. Yes. Sniff it out, girl. The other taste thing and I see. To say, um, and this is based on life experience. Um, and I just I'm going to share a really quick story and get out of here because I feel like this is a word for somebody. 
So my husband gets a sinus infection almost every year. He did not get one last year because of something that we did with our windows to prevent mold from growing in them. Hmm. When it gets really cold in the winter, we close, we have um, like heat protective um, blinds. Cool. And so like every year we always had mold build up behind them because of the moisture that would build up because the, the blinds are so good that it just like would keep moisture in. Okay. Wow. So I did some research and last year and it said keep the blinds open because for whatever reason, like either the light is killing, and I don't remember this entirely, but either the, like, the light's killing, my mom said something about the light killing the mold. There was something about that, but it was also just mm-hmm. about like letting the air be present. Okay? Yes. And not trapping it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm. So he did not get a sinus infection last year, but this year we forgot about that, closed our blinds again, he got a sinus infection, and when we mm. opened the blinds up, there was mold hidden. It was not, <gasps> you could not see it. Until you went up on top, we like got up on the ladder and looked down into the window, and there was all this mold. And so Mike had to go in and like scrub it out with like um, we used like thieves oregano and vinegar, and like wow, killed kill it. it all, killed it. It's amazing. The whole household like we're all breathing better now. Wow. But I just felt like this was a word for somebody because we can't smell mold. Hmm. It was black mold. You can't smell that. Oh, my gosh. But it is putting spores into the air that you take in through your nose. Mm. You take it in through everything, but it's, like, primarily, like, mm. it's your sinuses, right, and all that. The unseen you're the taking unseen. in. unseen. And so I just want to say, like, right now, you know what? Let's just pray right now. Jesus, reveal to mm-hmm. us in the supernatural the things that we're unknowingly consuming. Mm. Mm. So whatever that is, Lord, I think it's, I really believe it's going to be very easy for us to like identify the things that we know we're consuming that are not good. And so mm. we also just like repent of that. And we just ask, we lay those things before you right now, Father. Um, however, I just believe right now there are things that we're consuming that we don't know about. Mm. It is not mm-hmm. our intention to be defiling ourselves or other people mm. with them. But God, I ask that you would just like pull them up right now. Like Claire was saying about our pores. I pray that you would just, like, let it just seep out just enough mm. that it's not disgusting. Yes. <laughs> that we become immediately aware of it so that we can then get it out and that you can make us clean. In Jesus' mm. name, amen. Amen. That is amazing. Detox us, Lord Detox. Jesus. Amen. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, so do you feel like you want to pray anybody out, or do you think that was perfect. Oh, I'm good. You pray if you want to. Okay. I will. I will. That was amazing. Thank you for that. Okay. Father God, just thank you so much for the reminder, um, of the things that we're looking at and how it can affect our hearts and our minds, Lord, because we want to be attached to the mind of Christ and we want to have plenty of room inside of us for the lovely things, Lord, that you want us to to, um, participate with. Lord, break us free from the addiction of um, content that is not of you because I I agree with Alicia, Lord, that there's some things that we're consuming that we don't even recognize as harmful. So, Lord, just thank you for giving us an understanding, a wisdom, a revelation, a knowledge of the things that we're looking at. Because there's so much good stuff, Lord, that we could be participating in to actually bring us more life, more energy, more ability to bring the kingdom of God forth. And that's what you're waiting for. That's what you're wanting to do in this season. You are wanting to 
accelerate the kingdom of God here on earth. So, Lord, we um, just say no to the things of this world that are just not really um, beneficial to us, Lord. All things are permissible, but not all things are beneficial. That is what your word says. So, Lord, we want to consume the content that's beneficial. So guide our eyes, Lord, to those good things. And, Lord, you want us to have fun and enjoy and rest and um Lord, so you're not scolding us for watching TV or um, looking at things per se. So, Lord, we just ask for creative minds to even come forth. Just as um, you gave the cast and the director of The Chosen an idea, Lord, we ask for creative ideas of, like, pure content, of good content, of entertaining, wholesome content, Lord, that actually brings forth what you want to bring forth, that brings forth salvations in the name of Jesus. So, Lord, we just bless you, and we thank you for setting us free today from the things that um, are not of you. God, we bless you, and we love you, and we are so content with you, Jesus, and we love you, love you, love you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to read something really quick to get us out of here. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is 2 Corinthians 3, 7. That old system of law etched in stone led to death, yet it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look at Moses' face, for his face shone with the glory of God, mm. even though the brightness was already fading away. Shouldn't we expect far greater glory when the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old mm -hmm. covenant, which brings condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new covenant, which makes us right with God? In fact, that first glory was not glorious at all compared with the overwhelming glory of the new covenant. So if the old covenant which has been set aside, was full of glory, then the new covenant, which remains forever, has far greater glory. Mm. Since, this new gives, this new Since this new covenant gives us such confidence, <laughs> we can be very bold. We are not mm. like Moses who put a veil over his face so the people of Israel will not see his glory fading away, but the people's minds were hardened. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Mm. Yes, even today. Oh, I just skipped something. The people's minds were hardened, and even to this day, whenever the Old Covenant was being read, the veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil mm. can be removed only by believing in Christ. Yet, Boom. even today, when they read Moses' writings, their, heart, their hearts are covered with that veil, and they do not understand. But when anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the mm. Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is going, He gives freedom. And Praise all of God. us have had that veil removed so we can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more like him and reflect his glory even more. Wow. So guys, we need to be <laughs> glory givers. And we do that through filtering our gates. Let's be glory givers. Let's be glory givers. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's beautiful. Amen. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for joining us today on Alternate. Hey, Alternation, don't go yet. If you like what you're hearing and you want to see our content reach more people across the world, please give us five stars and leave a comment. You can also support by sharing our podcast with family and friends and find us on social media at Alternative 2020. And we have a website. Find us at alternativelife.com. We also hope you will continue to pray for us in the community of believers. If you'd like to bring what we're doing to your church, event, or community, send us an email at alternative2020 at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. So contact us to receive prayer or to share the good news of what Christ is doing in your life. 
Head over to www.alternativelife.com and check out more exclusive content and connect with other alternatives. And thanks for joining us today on Alternative. Alternative. <laughs> Woo!